Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Markets. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we know it's important to stay ahead of inflation. We think about where interest rates are going and what this means for markets. Pipeline companies may offer inflation protection through the energy transition. We identify other sectors with the ability to maintain their margins when prices are rising. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to explain why climate extremists are helping OPEC. Investors in ExxonMobil have just elected three new directors. This is driven by frustration with years of poor returns, but it may also lead to reduced future investment in new oil and gas production. Chevron shareholders recently approved a resolution requiring the company to cut its emissions faster than it had planned, and a Dutch court has ordered Royal Dutch Shell to do the same. Many commentators have hailed these events as being a watershed in the energy transition. Meanwhile, OPEC decided last week to maintain production at current levels rather than increase it in response to higher prices. The International Energy Agency released a report describing what it will take to achieve zero CO2 emissions by 2050. Using less air conditioning and lower speed limits were part of the plan, along with no investment anywhere in new oil and gas production. It sounds pretty miserable. Here's the Saudi energy minister offering his thoughts on it. When you think about with this with regards to the IEA report, you said it was from La La Land. How do you describe sequel, that? Sequel. The sequel to La La Land. Yes. Walk us through that. Do you think that that gives OPEC and Saudi Arabia more clout in Washington? It's not, it's not a realistic scenario. That's why, you know, it's a good, it's good fun to think about it. But it's, when it comes to applying it in reality. I thought it was funny that he compared the IEA plan to the movie La La Land, because I'm sure it's not available in Saudi Arabia. And as a devout Muslim, he's probably not supposed to watch it even when he's traveling. But put that aside for a moment. The Saudis and OPEC must be thrilled every time they see environmentalists work to limit U.S. oil and gas output, because it just means prices go higher. The extremists who want to shut down all fossil fuels want higher prices because it will help shift demand towards renewables. So why don't they push for a carbon tax? That would also drive prices higher, but it would mean some of the price increase went to the U.S. Treasury instead of all these foreign countries. The reason environmental fruitcakes don't push for a carbon tax is because it's unpopular, and it's unpopular because they haven't made a persuasive case. So they're driving energy prices higher to the benefit of countries that supply us, although it's also turning out to be good for energy investors. And last week, we announced a, a deal with the Gunfor for 3 million tons that vindicate uh, our hard work and our commendation that this would be the way to go. That deal secures for Tellurian very strong profits for a long period of time, supported by very strong fundamentals that have never been as good. That's Sharif Suki, CEO of Tellurian, discussing the deal they recently signed to provide liquefied natural gas to Gunvor for 10 years. Last week, they signed a similar deal with VTOL. Tellurian's a small company, and there's still plenty of execution risk around their plans. But what this does show is that as the large integrated oil companies, or IOCs, pull back from new production, 
They're causing prices to rise and buyers to lock in long-term supply now. In terms of demand, um, so far the rebound coming into the summer looks to be you know, on, on target. Yeah, you had that weakness out of, out of India and the problems in, in May in, the United, in Europe. But the U.S. trajectory is, you know, at this point, jet demand is only domestically is only 13 percent below 2019 levels. And if we look at China, we're at an all time high on jet demand because jet is the core that's lost. That's why we're banking on a big summer travel season to get that jet demand back. You get that back. We think you're going to be at 100 million barrels per day by November. Put that against no supply. These markets are tight. That's Jeff Curry, global head of commodities research at Goldman Sachs. Demand for energy keeps growing, not just because the world is rebounded from COVID, but because of a return to rising living standards in Asia. Over the near term, oil demand is going to grow. Natural gas demand is going to continue growing for many more years to come. The company signing 10-year deals with Tellurian recognize that. The key is not to get caught up in what's happening in America. Environmental extremists are obsessed with making it harder for Americans to access oil and gas, but they're not having much impact in China or India. And those are the countries that will continue to drive growth in energy demand. The world is going to use more of every kind of energy. Sadly, that includes coal, because for poorer countries, they're more focused on providing electricity to their citizens who don't yet have it. Climate extremists should be focused on getting support behind a carbon tax, but they're not. So they're constraining supply, which is driving up prices. In the process, they're helping make pipelines a more attractive place to invest. If one day they eventually figure out that they should be focused on persuading the world to phase out coal, we'd reduce emissions substantially and use even more U.S. natural gas in the process. These are the steps we should be taking to reduce CO2 emissions. Because climate extremists don't understand that, they're unfortunately turning into the best thing OPEC and Russia could have wished for. They're also turning out to be a much more positive force on returns than many people expected. North American natural gas pipelines are still cheap. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Markets. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and follow us on Twitter, at Simon Lack.